The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine, and we can learn to use them in new and powerful ways to create the life we've always dreamed of. On our program today, with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon, we'll address who you are, how to come to know what you believe and why, how to accept and love yourself, and how you can make changes that help you create the empowered, happy, successful life you want. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. We're broadcasting from sunny Scottsdale, Arizona. We're having a little break today. It's only 100 degrees, which feels like a cold snap here. Today, I invite you to go to the Self-Improvement blog. You're going to find my very first attempt to do video scribing. If you don't know what that is, go take a look. I practiced on today's guest in today's show, and after a whole bunch of mistakes, I finally got it, so take a look. After today, you're going to see our daily quote there, and I'm going to see if I can do it every day in video scribing to make to give you some really important little wonderful ways to start the day and make it fun at the same time. I believe in fun, and even the self-improvement blog should be fun. You're also going to find some information about today's guest and, of course, his picture. Please go take a look. You'll find links to his websites there, and we're going to have him share that with us as well. Now, I'd, I'd love to have you visit the blog and let me know what you think and what you'd like to see there. It's theselfimprovementblog.com. Please go and take a visit. Let me know what you'd like to have me do with it. Um, today, we're going to talk a little bit about thoughtlessness uh, and a lot of other things. We all know people who are thoughtless. Think about it. You know, we know people who are inconsiderate and rude and never think about anybody else and how they may be affecting them. And we all know people who don't seem to think clearly and sometimes they don't seem to think at all. Uh, you know, they're, they're just simply unaware. They don't think things through. And either one of those um, versions of thoughtlessness can can really change how you feel and how you show up in the world. Important topics. Our guest today has written a book, a, a series of books about the subject. Gregory Maloof has been with us before. He's a successful Australian businessman. We're talking to him in Australia. Please keep in mind that in Australia, it's 6 o'clock in the morning on Friday, uh, so we're giving him a moment to have another sip of his tea. Uh, he he had a tough childhood, and he became a workaholic to get away from his past. Uh, he established what he thought would be a perfect life. We all know about that. 
Um, At the age of 50, he realized he was living a lie. He was suffering from anxiety and obsessive control disorder, just two of the many addictions he'd suffered in his life. He he really had a tough time growing up. So he studied NLP, Transcendental Meditation and Psychotherapy, and in 2009, he founded the Epsilon Healing Academy. On this new path, Greg's mission is to better the world by helping people explore their anxiety, challenge their fears, and reach their full potential. I don't know when in my lifetime there's ever been a higher anxiety level in society than there is now. Today, through books that he's written like Silent and his new Thoughtless series, as well as innovative programs like the University of Self, Greg and his team help people globally live a life that reflects who they are and what they deeply desire. It is such a pleasure for me to welcome back Gregory Maloof. Gregory, welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. Thank you very much, Irene. Thank you. and Good afternoon to you. <laughs> good morning on Friday. Is Friday a really good day? <laughs> you know, I, still, I haven't gotten there yet. Probably not at six in the morning, but I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I've, been, I've actually been up for an hour, so I'm okay. And straight after this, I'll take the dog for a walk. So it's very good to get start your day, you know, for me to start my day like this. So it's very well, nice, to, nice to speak to you again. Thank you. For those who didn't hear you when you were here last year, yeah. tell us a little bit about yourself because you have a story that is so familiar to many people and, and they need to know, you know, I, I, the, the ups and downs. And I consider your story sort of a, a rags to riches to fulfillment kind of story. I don't know, maybe you have a better word than that, but tell us where you're coming from. No, I, th- I think that pretty well describes it, um, uh, Irene. I think that, um, uh, you know, I, I, I had quite a difficult childhood and I overcame uh, the traumatic experiences of, of, of that childhood by... Can you give us just a, a, just a brief thumbnail of what, what the major difficulties were? Well, it was just physical and emotional abuse. My father was a, my father was a, uh, a, a gambling addict, and unfortunately, uh, that translated into home violence and you know quite a lot of uh, uh, anger. You know, in fact, I would say that I pretty well lived with anger and anxiety uh, every day of my life, from as young as I could possibly remember, and. In simple terms, that translates into really not liking yourself very much. And uh, adolescence was marred with my own addictions, uh, you know, drugs, sex, alcohol. uh, And that pretty well uh, dominated my teenage years. And that's not a surprise when you come out of a really angry home. Well, it's, you know, in a way, it became my way of numbing the pain. Now, a lot of us numb the pain in different ways. And what I've come to realize is that, you know, it's not the addiction, you know, it's not what happens because I, I virtually stopped all those uh, by the age of 19 because I made a decision uh, to change my life, to never let what the experiences of my past happen to me again. And so I became a workaholic. 
so I just changed the ism. I changed the addiction. Exactly. To, to work. And so I've always come to focus on we can't focus on the addiction. We need to focus on the origin of the fears that created the pain that caused us to act in a certain way. And there's all sorts of ways that people act. Some, you know, even anxiety, I've come to understand, is an adapted addiction. You know, we can choose to have anxiety. Uh, and what I've, what I've come to realise is that, what I've come to realise is that we really do need to look at the origin of our fears. And one of the quotes that I often use that, uh, uh, you know, that I thought of on this journey was that we don't face our past to relive it. And I know people are very afraid to relive their past, you know, to look back, many of us are, whether it be over-controlled or under-nurtured. But we do not face our past to relive it. We face our past to forgive it so we can move on from it. Because if we don't, we cannot live in the present. Now, we hear all this you know, many, many authors and spiritualists and speakers talk about living in the present. Well, one of the most difficult things I ever faced was being able to live in the present. Uh, you know, I thought I'd escaped my past long ago when I became very, very successful, Irene. I thought I'd escaped that past. And the more success I had, the more I needed. See, enough was never going to be enough. And that's what, you know, whether, whether I had a... a, a an addiction to work or someone else has an addiction to other things or whether we get caught up in drama or whatever, we've got to look at why we're doing that. Why do we act a certain way that really doesn't cause us the peacefulness uh, that we're looking for? You know, why, don't, why can't we connect with people more and, and be more authentic and loving? So we need to look at this past and we need to have a good firm look at it. We need to forgive it so we can truly move on from it. Because unless we do, we actually cannot live in the present. And if we do live in the present, if we are able to do that, we are able to create thoughts in the present moment that are not marred by past fears. And then we start to truly open up our heart, our mind, and live life to the fullest. That's a tall order. Well, you know, it's that... one of the most difficult things I ever did was to face the past. And, and, and as I journeyed through this process, I, I looked at many other, you know, I, I obviously speak to many, many people. And it is one of the most difficult things we'll ever do. But the beautiful thing about it is that when we start to do it and we can really start to find forgiveness, uh, you know, we need to forgive ourselves for carrying these past fears. You know, really the key to authentic forgiveness, as I think we discussed last time, Irene, was the power to be able to forgive and forget. You know, I mean, the forget part is the important part. It's the hard part. It's the harder part, I think. It it is the harder part. You know, because I think uh, for many of us and what I found in my own life, you know, after my wife left me, it was very, very difficult for me to let go. You know, I needed to, you know, I, I, every time we communicated, and I, we needed to communicate over arrangements for the children, you know, um, I would find myself getting very angry and reactive. And in response, that's what would happen. You know, she would get angry and, and, and reactive in response, and that was quite disastrous for everybody in our life. Now, many families go through this, and children suffer as a consequence. And the only way that I could 
uh, really live in the present, really change that situation was by choice. And I made a choice to offer her love and acceptance. And it took a little while, but, you know, as difficult as it was to do is to forgive and forget. And that relationship changed in an instant. And we're very good friends today. But it was from that moment that I got instant results. And that's the thing. Even though it may be a little bit hard on this journey to forgive and actually forget, right, and it takes time to do it, the the feelings you get are instantaneous. You start getting relief. You start getting peace of mind. You start feeling the difference these things make to your life. And many of the little exercises that we discuss in the books are for that purpose, to give people that relief, to show them there is another path to take. And that's that's one of what one of the what things that I consider just incredible strengths of your book. You give people exercises; they're not hard. Some people would think they were actually too simple, but I think they're wonderful because you really can do it with if you follow some of the exercises in your book, all all of your books. Um, you really can achieve what it is you're dealing with at the moment. I, I want to talk more about this, but it's, it's too close to break to get started in something altogether new. So let's go to break now, and when we come back, we're going to talk about how you got from being wealthy to being on this path and some of the things you do to get people to the forgiveness that we're talking about. that work for you, Greg? Please, thank you. Okay, this is Irene Conlon saying, please come back to hear more from Greg Maloof on the Self-Improvement Show. We'll be right back. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Wealth Solutions for the 99% is a weekly talk show focused on helping you develop and execute a game plan to build wealth. Your host, Paul LaJoy, who built a $50 million-plus company in less than five years, believes it's impossible to be poor in America, and he'll show you why with his innovative strategies. Joining Paul as co-host is radio personality Kim Reed, an experienced entrepreneur and corporate leader who's known as the Corporatepreneur. The show is upbeat, fun, and informative. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The challenges facing our teens today mean that more than ever, we need to be there to support them and encourage them. The Dr. Stem Show is here to provide discussions about topics that will help promote healthy relationships, self-image, and success for teens, parents, and the community. Our young people can achieve more in life than they ever dreamed possible. The Dr. Stem Show, hosted by Dr. Stem Malatini, will foster these discussions and encourage your participation. Listen every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific, and 9 p.m. GMT on Voice America Empowerment. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. 
you are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. Today we're talking with Gregory Maloof in Sydney, Australia. He's the author of a number of outstanding books. His first one was Silence, and now he's writing a Thoughtlessness series, which is absolutely superb. He's been sharing a little bit with us about his life. Um, and Gregory, I, I'd really like you, you, you became a great success. You were a workaholic. You made probably more money than you really needed or knew what to do with at the time, but you still weren't happy. Tell us what inspired you to get on the path you're on now. Um, Irene, the amazing thing was that, you know, ever since, you know, the age of, say, 19 or 20, you know, I thought, well, what I would do for to overcome my past, and you don't think it in those terms. You no, just do no, these, you don't. You just, you, just, you just do these things. You right? think uh, there's something still <clears throat> missing. What is it? You know. that's, that's the thing, Irene. That's, that's the one. That is the thing you – that's exactly what people think is what's missing. But we don't go and ask ourselves these questions. We just go, go and do things, and we don't feel the best about it, but we keep doing to sort of either fit in, feel important, accepted, or loved. Well, you know, I was getting all this acceptance and, and sense of being loved, and, you know, I, I was married, but, you know, my addictive behaviours of workaholism and obsessive-compulsive disorders and whatever else, you know, really didn't allow me to express my inner self because, really, I was disconnected from my inner self, as many of us... Uh, seem to get to. Uh, At that point, in our did lives. you even know you had an inner self? That's a very good question, uh, but I'd probably not would be the best way to, to say that because how do we know unless we've been taught? And coming from trauma uh, and abuse, you, would, you are so disconnected from your inner self uh, that you actually probably don't even recognize they're in it there is an inner self. You just think that's me and that's who I am. And what I came to realize, and that's if you don't mind me deviating for a moment, but I came to realize through the numerous conversations I've had with people that people weren't necessarily abused either to get like that or feel disconnected from no. this <clears throat> inner self. They were over controlled. Some were over nurtured. You know, this young fellow that I knew came up to me at the end of a session that I was talking with a group of colleagues and he said, Greg, he said, my life was one of sheer bliss. He said, but I can't live within my own skin. He said, you know, and I, we talked for a little bit and I thought, you know, his mother nurtured him and provided for his every need. But what was later revealed in therapy was that he was so over-nurtured that he felt incapable of doing anything for himself. You know, so much so that in later life he couldn't function in everyday society. Two bills in the mail and his world would fall apart, yeah. uh, you know. And and I so you know we can disconnect for a number of reasons. Well, and a lot of us weren't were taught a lot of other things about belief, and none of them ever addressed an inner self. 
Exactly. You know, it, it, they just, they didn't know. Exactly. And I think that leads to the, the answer to the question you asked, how did I find myself on this journey? Well, having suffered from anxiety from the day I could remember, you know, uh, I, I never, re I always felt something was missing. And I was driven. I couldn't just sit and enjoy life. I couldn't enjoy or relax with my family, spend quality times with my children for long enough. And, you know, I had to get to work. I had to prop up this image I'd created for myself over these years. And the more, the funny thing is, the more successful I became, uh, the more unfulfilled in a way I felt the more I needed to do, the more I needed to maintain what I had. So it becomes from a point of having to acquire so that, you you know, for me, it was a case of making so much money that I, 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 I would never let the past happen to me again. But then it becomes, you know, we're forever underpinning what we have. And so life is lost. True life and authentic relationships and connection is lost to this tunnel vision and the hamster wheel just keeps going around. Exactly how to ex explain it, the hamster wheel. Well, I was on the hamster wheel. Now, what was it that changed that was my ego needed to get shattered because the ego self is that other self we make, that image we make up in a mound of who we want to be in the absence of this inner self connection that we just discussed. And so... Um, Something had to change to shatter the illusion. And what changed was my wife had enough. She said, that's enough. I can't do it anymore. And that really came as a shock. It came out of the blue. And it could have been anything, but that was the catalyst for me. And then I started to reassess everything in my life because I went through a really quite a, quite a period of grief. I, I thought, you know, the last thing in the world I wanted to, to feel you know, was abandoned, alone or unhappy. And that's exactly what that caused in me, you know, to feel right. alone, abandoned, unhappy, exactly how I felt as a child. So my past <laughs> came knocking on my door. Let me ask you a question. Since, since you've been writing the books on thoughtlessness, would you say that your behavior at that time toward your wife and maybe your children was the kind of thoughtlessness that comes out as... Um, not as rudeness or as inconsideration because you were so caught up in what you were doing that you weren't aware of what so, you were doing to them? Is that, was that that kind of thoughtlessness that was going on? I think it's a wonderful question. And the reason I say that is this, that from the position that we come from, Remember now, I'm in a, in a state of believing a certain thing about myself. Right. I express that self, right? That's who I think I am. Now, it doesn't come across lovingly to someone else who has fears and I trigger in them some, some past event, you know, and they're trying to cry out for love, you know, and say, hang on, and we start the drama and conflict between the relationship. You know, what, what both sides don't do is here the other person's exactly. Well, the reason I ask is because you say in your bio that you had obs obsessive control issues. Mm -hmm. And usually when you're very controlling, you can't think 
about the other person and their feelings and their reaction and their likes and needs. Or you can overthink it. Are you? Yeah. And, and you can you can think you can fix everything, and that's not what that person may need. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. So we can overthink it. We can think we're doing too much for them and we feel unappreciated because look what I'm doing for you. See what I mean? But we're not connecting. And in the book Shallow Love, we discussed that in the first of this thoughtless series. We discuss love from an egoic state versus authentic connection. And the only way we can have an authentic connection is to know who that really that inner self is. And that's why we set up the university of self is to return people to help them understand who their true self is, because the beautiful thing is a true self, your true inner self, that goes for every single person on earth can only express love. It's the ego self that expresses expresses fear. Exactly. So we have you now um, looking at yourself and trying to figure out what's missing. So where did you start to f- to try to fill that hole? Well, I think when when uh, Lisa left, um, you know, my world fell apart, and I was feeling, you know, the past came knocking on my on my door, and I I I thought, what I came to realize is, is you know, we went through uh, lawyers and courts and all that sort of silly stuff. Well, I actually never got to court because I settled um, out, you know, which and and the reason right. I did that is because you know it came to that point where I wanted to offer love and acceptance and just look after them and and you know. And I started to, to learn, to realize that it was me who needed to change. And um, and I started to see all these people around me in exactly the same boat. Children were suffering as a consequence of these horrific breakups. You know, people were going to work like on the hamster wheel, on the machine, and, and people weren't happy, you know. And, you know, Monday to Friday, they weren't happy. And weekends, they were doing all sorts of things to disguise this uh, this other side. And I thought I need to do something about this. I wanted to share a message. You know, I've been where you are, and I want to. I want to do as uh, as much as I can. And that that then triggered in uh, triggered me into writing books. And uh, I turned my obsessive behaviour from accumulating money, in a sense, which had brought me no lasting peace or joy. And I say lasting peace or joy. Yeah, of course, you have momentary uh, times where uh, you're happy. Of course, you know. Um, you can have a lot of fun. You can have a lot of fun too. Uh, but it's not lasting. You know, you, it's not long before you're back on the hamster wheel and you're not feeling good about yourself. You're having conflicts in a relationship, conflicts at work, you know, need to do this, need to change jobs, whatever it is. We, we you know, it's quite exhausting and we don't really authentically enjoy life on a consistent basis, which is totally achievable. And so when I started to see other people like this, I needed to do something about it. And, um, you know, I started to write about it so that people would would be able to apply steps in their life to reconnect with their inner self. Because unless we do, unless we do, see, what I had in my life, Irene, if I had just a small percentage of what I had, I'm extremely abundant. I was extremely abundant. But could I recognize that disconnected from this inner self? Absolutely not. Could I relax and enjoy life, enjoy those moments with my partner, go for a walk along the beach? Could I see the views? I had waterfront home. Could I see the water from the windows of my home? Not at all. We you didn't have time to look, did you? Didn't have time to look. 
and and I think that's that's probably what we had. That's how we miss life, and we miss these authentic connections. And you know, look at the divorce rates, and you look at the way people argue, and seem to need and more and more to feel okay. Well, they're all signs that that we're not really getting the best out of life. And if we connect within, all those things on the outside are totally enjoyable, and we start to put things in perspective and know what we truly value, and we go in. You know, we hold those things dearly, rather than just. Um, not appreciate them or, you know, or, or, or we take them for granted. On that note, Greg, we're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to talk more about your journey and about the, the University of Self and about Epsilon. This is Irene Conlon saying, stay tuned. We'll be back with more with Gregory Maloof. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. We let so many outside factors mold and shape our lives. Technology, instant delivery. We live in an on-demand world. What's happened to the compassion, the kindness, a better pace? Listen to Might Radio with host Gabriella Von Ray. We'll bring that kindness and compassion back to our world. Our guests come from around the world and will discuss what's being done and what we can do to bring our lives back to order. Might Radio is broadcast live every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Is there a real magic formula for success or is it something more? Does the divine nature within, when activated, become a powerful unified force that catapults an individual to greatness? Join visionary host Sharon Rose Washington, author, empowerment life coach, and energy healer to explore the answer to the big question of why we are here. She'll have amazing luminary guests ranging from business thought leaders to top celebrities. Tune in every Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What if you were willing to be controversial, choosing kindness instead of judgment, willing to stand out from the crowd, being a leader in creating a new reality, even if others don't follow? You can make a difference. Start by tuning in to The Value of Controversy. Each week, our hosts will bring you the tools to help create the world that you want to live in and explore what's possible when you choose from the controversy of consciousness. Listen for The Value of Controversy every Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel, voiceamericaempowerment.com. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's one 888 346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the self-improvement blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the self-improvement show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the self-improvement show. This is Irene Conlon with my guest Gregory Malouf. Gregory's the founder of Epsilon Healing Academy and the University of Self. He's been telling us his story 
which takes him from rags to riches to realizing that that didn't bring him the joy that he was looking for, that it didn't bring him peace. And he was just beginning to tell us how he found the peace he was seeking. Gregory, where did you realize, when did you realize that you needed something on a more spiritual order and how did you know which direction to take? It just evolved, Irene. Um, when I started to write so I could, you know, get the message out there and help other people, uh, you know, I was fortunate enough in my career in real estate in Australia, we do things a little bit different uh, to the United States. We virtually, you know, are with our owners because we we do these things called auctions where, you know, it goes to public uh display everyone turns up and they start bidding and I think there you do it for liquidations over here we do the opposite we we do it to get the the highest price because everyone turns up that's what our sort of culture is here in our real estate game well we live in those people's homes for weeks on end well after 25 years of doing this um, you know there's a lot of people and, and believe me when I say this to you these people share their whole life stories with you you know you talk about relationships, um, you know, the husband will tell you certain things about, you know, his partner and the partner or his wife will tell you certain things about her partner. And, you know, you've got to keep those things quiet. I mean, they want to get on with their real estate agent. Uh, they tell them the whole life story. I think what I came to understand is so that, you know, you'd f- probably really look after them and get them the best so they'd befriend you. But it's amazing how much you understood about people. And that's how we, you know, I started to observe so many of people in exactly the same position as I was. So when I started on this journey, uh, and they express it in all different ways, how they go out into the world and express it, but there was this underlying sense that everyone feels as though there's this something missing in their life, or they're suffering with fear and anxiety on a daily basis. You know, and I watched these people go out and Look like there was absolutely nothing wrong, like nothing was a problem. And, um, you know, so it's amazing. So I was really fortunate in that regard that I had such in-depth knowledge of so many people over my lifetime. Um, and then my own experiences that I could virtually mirror. Uh, and so when I started on this path of writing, information was coming to me and it was really like putting so many dominoes together and, um, you know, forming a pattern. And, of course, the spiritual pattern was the answer because there came a point where I I needed to start looking internally rather than externally. And when this perceived crisis in my life came, um, then, you know, I I, I started to ask questions. I started to ask them really relevant questions. And when we ask those questions, a doorway to knowing opens. And my questions were, what is the meaning to life? Surely there must be more than this. Now, regardless of what I had, I still asked those questions because I wasn't living with the peacefulness and the authentic love in my life that I was obvi- that I obviously desired. So I didn't feel the peace and, and joy in my life that I was desperately after and was working harder and harder for to achieve, which but could not. And so I started to look internally rather than externally because I knew that looking externally had not not brought me any level of peace or or lasting happiness in my life to date, so I needed to look elsewhere, and that's when I started to look inwards, and found this, you know, a very spiritual path about inner self connection, and um, I thought 
you know, that's the missing link. This is what we need to help people with, to help them find their way back to their inner self. Because as you've heard and as many people have heard and as spiritualists write about authors and other messengers, the, the thing is that the inner self is creative, imaginative, it is all-knowing, and it really can guide you through life. And, uh, and our instincts, if we learn to reconnect to what it is we truly feel, we can start to uh, change our thoughts and behaviours that make us see a different reality, you know, express uh, a more loving connection to the world around us. And it's amazing how much that comes back like a boomerang. And then we start to see a different reality. And when we start to see a different reality, that starts to strengthen this inner connection that we have. And then, our, and then we start to know the answers. We know what to say. We feel more self-assured, more consciously aware. And, and it's a wonderful place to come from because then we can start to change our reality for the better. And I mean really for the better. Absolutely. And out of this came the Epsilon Healing Academy. Tell us about that and, and what you, how you reach people, what you have to offer them through the Healing Academy. Well, the, it's an online academy uh, where we share a lot of blogs and we write every week, uh, you know, so people can deal with issues relating to family or relationship difficulties, children. Um, Tell us they, how, how we find you, how we find Epsilon Healing Academy. How do people get to you? Just Google Epsilon Healing, Epsilon Healing Academy, E-P-S-I-L-O-N, Epsilon Healing Academy, and it'll come straight up on Google. I think it'll be number one. And then you've got the GregoryMalouf.com. So just my name, GregoryMalouf.com, and then, you know, both websites link to each other. Um, and, uh, yeah, and people will get a really good understanding of what we're doing and be able to relate to some of the information there and, of course, you know, if they, if they choose to access uh, the books, that will certainly help them in their life, I'm sure. Let's, let's talk just a little bit about the books. This, the this theme of them is thoughtlessness. Why did you pick thoughtlessness instead of thoughtfulness? Well, that's a really, really good question. And, and it, the, it's called Thoughtless. It's a Thoughtless series. That's what it is. And there were 12 chapters and there was so much to write that we the, the books ended up coming out one after the other because they identify Silent was the first. Uh, Silent was written in 2009 and my heart and soul's in that book. Um, it's a, a great book. book. If people have not read it, they should get it. Now. Well, there's a new edition coming out, which I think is even more simplified than the current version on the 23rd of September, and I'm really excited about putting that book out there. Um, and uh, But Silent, yes, and, and I think what the Thoughtless series, and I think you said at the beginning of the show, Irene, that, you know, people, it, people go through life in, you know, we look at Thoughtless as either people being thoughtless and, you know, unappreciative, and the other one was, you know, we're thoughtless in our actions, you know, for ourselves And I, I elect the second option, which is that we, you know, most, every, most people are very, very good people, you know, and they, they want to express love. They just don't know how. They want this loving connection. They want to feel important, accept and love. They want to feel validated. Uh, but we just don't know how. And so obvious, 
obviously at times we react and that causes reactions in others and you know get caught up in drama and and it seems to be a normal part of life so we accept it but we go about life quite thoughtless, thoughtlessly for ourselves and that causes us to uh, react in certain ways and uh, that we shouldn't really need to do if we're looking for you know peace in our life we're looking for that authentic love and we you know we want to change our reality and and what thoughtless does starting with shallow love and i think the second book was tunnel vision the third book was um self-fulfilled and i think overzealous comes out soon uh and these are behaviors and feelings that that are virtually an extension from my first book silent that people can relate to so we hone in on it and we give people means of being able to identify so we just don't just haven't written one book and said look there's all the information try to work it out we go into more detail of the importance of understanding these feelings and behaviors and and how we deal with them so that we really can change our reality and the titles in thoughtless uh there'll be uh, i think 12 finished by the end of next year will speak for themselves and i think people will really understand uh, just by looking at the titles, uh, what area of their life they, they wish to deal with. You know what's really so good about these books is that they're, they're perfect for somebody who's really new on the path, but they're also perfect for people who are seasoned because they give you things to work through, to think through. And, you know, sometimes we think we've dealt with with a, a an issue like forgiveness um but the, we find that as we go along there level after level and we need to deal with some of it again and can i just uh, interrupt you there for a moment yeah. on that po- point of forgiveness um I, because i'd really like you know the the listeners to just get an idea of what forgiveness is like just take it in a very short uh, paragraph i'll say this that forgiveness is not how the ego self sees forgiveness. You know, f- forgiveness can only be done when when we know what we are thinking, how we are feeling, and why. You know, it's not as the ego self sees forgiveness, and that is holding a stick in one hand and an olive branch in the other as some self-righteous act exactly. of making ourselves feel better or another worse. You know, it's it's about the power to be able to forgive and forget and the importance of that is not, and I'll say this in the kindest ways, is not necessarily for the other person. It is for the person forgiving. Exactly. Because that's the way you find peace. And when you find peace, you express peace. When you find love in self, you express love in self. And so that is what that is what true forgiveness is. And really people need to nurture themselves more. And these are the way they can do it. And on that note, I hate to say it, but it's time for another break. This is Irene Conlon saying stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more with Gregory Maloof on the Self-Improvement Show. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. Have you ever felt that it's time to get out of the box? Why are you putting that project off? 
It's already there in your mind. What are you going to do today to change your life tomorrow? Listen for Live Your Life with Melissa Brown. Get ready to expand the capacity of your heart and mind. Move yourself beyond the mundane and get prepared to do what you've been called to do. There is no time like the present, and the whole world is waiting for you. Tune in Monday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. When you think of inspiring women, who comes to mind? Is it a visionary like Oprah Winfrey? Political or legal figures like Hillary Clinton or Sonia Sotomayor? Or how about entrepreneurial business leaders like Meg Whitman? No matter whom you might be thinking of, make sure to add one more to that list. Deanne DeMarco. She's the host of Today's Inspiring Women. Each week, Deanne turns you on to the next rising star in business and leadership and what their successes and challenges have been. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. My guest today is Gregory Maloof, and we need about three more hours for him to answer all the questions I have for him. Um, please go to the website and get the name, the, the blog, the Self-Improvement blog, and you, know, you can order his books right there or go to his site. I can't, can't encourage you too much to, to get his books. They're absolutely wonderful. They're very basic, and yet they have great depth to them. So they'll work no matter where you are on your own path. Um, just really wonderful to work with. One thing we didn't talk about was your newsletter, um, which has this, uh, what, I, I'm not seeing it here. Um, it's Amaru. Um, a moment in Amaru, and I thought, what on earth is Amaru? And every time I see it now, I think that I'm in a beautiful place. And just by seeing the name of your newsletter brings me this wonderful feeling. You know, go to Greg's website and sign up for his letter so you can experience Amaru. Um, Just such a lovely thought. Tell us a little bit about the University of Self. Well, I, I... The university itself is is a it's it's growing uh, all the time and and really everything we're about is about helping people return to that inner self we spoke about uh, earlier, Irene. Helping people understand, changing those lessons that we learn from fear and trauma and these experiences in our life that make us think that we're not in control of our destiny, that we're at the whim of life. University itself is to say. Take control of your destiny. It's about you. You can do it, and you have all the power within you to do it. And, and it's free. You can work there for free. Yep, 
and you can. And, you know, that's, that's, that's growing all the time. And we do, you know, there's a simple curriculum. I mean, people join the website, the six-week program. You know, they may sound very simple to people, you know, learn how to feel, uh, you know, how to forgive, what you need to do for that day, offer, offer people, you know, love and acceptance rather than reacting. Don't react for a day, observing your attachments so people can understand these little things that are very, very important that they may need to look at in order to create significant change in their life. But people have got to remember, even though there's quite a few of these little exercises, any one of them can help you find peace in an instant. And I think that's the important part, that you know, change can happen almost instantaneously, but sustainable and lasting change needs work. And we need to change the habits from what we're doing that cause us unease to what we're doing that will cause us peace, love and more joy in our life. And, you know, we've worked a whole life on the, you know, earlier version. Well, we need to start thinking about the latter version. I, I couldn't agree more. It was interesting to me that you you are featuring on your website shame in this first piece of the University of Self. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, many people are trying to deal with shame and really don't know how to get past it. And this, this was so well done. I, I would encourage anybody who's dealing with shame at any level to go there and, and get that peace. Uh, I think also we deal with it quite extensively in the second book, Tunnel Vision. I think Shallow Love de- deals with guilt and the second book deals with shame. We touch on those subjects. So, People start getting a very good understanding of, of, of these things. As we said in the beginning of the show, we need to face the origin of our fears in order to change it. You know, I, I remember in, in you know, I, I did go to rehab uh, here for anxiety and obsessive compulsive disorder and other fear-based disorders, uh, you know, during this period of my life. It was one of the most wonderful things I, I ever did in my life. But, uh, you know, we had to, we looked at all of these uh these issues are amazing. The amount of people that I met in there that actually were suffering from shame and, 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 you know, you wouldn't see it when you first met these people. You just couldn't see the effects that this shame had on their life. No. But most of them were suffering with, you know, grief. Some had real anger issues or were suffering relationship difficulties and many with children suffering as a consequence. So, you know, it's, these are very important awarenesses that people need to uh, understand. Uh, in order to to change them. Yeah, yeah. and I want to say there's no shame in admitting that you're dealing with shame and guilt. No, no way. Uh, There's no no shame. Absolutely not. There is not. There is not. And I think we need to offer, we need to give ourselves lots and lots of self-love rather than this beating ourselves up all the time. I Um, totally agree. And dealing with these issues is like clearing out the underbrush so you can get to the, the 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 bigger things that bring you that peace and joy. Although dealing with these issues is going to bring you a great deal of relief and peace. You recommend prayer in your books. And you say on your website, uh, you, you talk about it on your website. And you say prayer doesn't need words or our traditional asking. I love this. Talk a little bit about prayer and what it means to you. Prayer is you, it is is ex, an expression of your true values, and unless we connect within, we really don't know what those true values are. They're not found in external things. 
whether it be a relationship, whether it be in the needs of, you know, whether it be something we think we need or something we're missing that we need to fill the gap. You know, prayer is a connection with our inner self, an expression of our true desires. At, at the core of everybody's greatest desire is to be loved and accepted. That's the greatest desire that each and every single one of us on this planet have. And when we start to reconnect with ourself, we start to express that desire and it comes across you know, from a heartfelt perspective. In other words, we start to feel the difference. You know, prayer, talking about something, you know, if our words, thoughts and actions aren't aligned, then the prayer really falls on deaf ears, so to speak. But when we connect within to our heartfelt desires, sit a moment in silence and we, we learn these as we go through the process, then the message is heard. It is in it's in our silence that the message is understood, and then we start to see, uh, then we start to hear the answers that we're after. And things start coming. It's like they come to you. You don't they have do. to go searching. They come to you. They in do, shallow Arlene. love, you state you can't be hurt by other than your own thoughts, and you can exchange your thoughts in an instant. Yep, you could change your thoughts in an instant. And that's, that's another thing that's, that what we do by, by helping people understand how they feel, observing or witnessing the thought behind that uh, feeling, and if you can't feel because, you know, many of us were told that, you know, uh, not to trust our feelings and instincts when we we're growing up, uh, we, we, life is an amazing backup plan and that backup plan is observe your behaviour. Well, we try to show people the many behaviours that we act out that cause us to feel a certain way, that, that uh, you know, feel a certain way. So by observing our behaviours, get to our feelings, we witness our thought and then we can change our thought and we drop it dead cold where there's processes in the book where we can drop it. And I could tell you a big story about that, but we just don't have enough time. No, we don't. In fact, we're right up to the end of the show. It's just hard to believe that we've gone through an hour so quickly. Oh, is it already yeah. gone? Yep. <laughs> well, yep, it's gone. What's the, what's the thought you'd like to leave with our listeners today, Greg? If I'm to leave a thought, I think, I think we're always going to regress to old ways of thinking and behaviour and it's, it's critical to our learning. It's critical to change. So when we see ourselves, you know, doing things that, you know, don't make us feel well, accept ourselves more. Just accept yourself. We've got to stop the self-criticism and self-judgment and we've got to give ourselves lots more self-love. And, and when we do that, it's, an amazing, it's amazing how we start to uh, express ourselves thereafter so whenever we catch ourselves falling into old ways of thinking and behavior that cause our unease we just got to stop sit quietly and give ourselves lots and lots of self-love just stop beating ourselves up and and accept ourselves as we are we're perfectly imperfect and um, slowly the reality will change wonderful thought next week's guest is carolyn gervais who's written i dreamed i was human so, you know, come back and listen. Greg, thank you so much for being with us today. Absolute pleasure, and thank you very much. I really Maybe we can do it again. Maybe someday we'll get finished. Yep, we, we, we will. I'm more than happy <laughs> to do it again. This is Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show saying come back again next week. Join us again on the Self-Improvement Show. 
Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for The Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here.